Millions of Americans sincerely love Donald Trump. They love him in spite of everything they've heard. They love him often in spite of himself. They're not deluded. They know exactly who Trump is. They love him anyway. Donald Trump, in other words, is and has always been a living indictment of the people who run this country. That was true four years ago when Trump came out of nowhere to win the presidency. And it's every bit as true right now. And it will remain true regardless of whether Donald Trump wins re-election. Trump rose because they failed. He beat the pollsters, he beat the media, he beat all the predictions, and he've never forgiven him for it. The Russia hoax, the false impeachment. Most human beings under that barrage would have given up. This is the single most resilient and bravest person I have ever met in my life. This is a political street fight now. This fight is just getting started. The Patriots will not back down. We will fight for a fair and honest election. President Trump, he needs us right now. We need the biggest damn rally you've seen in your life. You ready to stand up? You are not alone. 70 million people are with you. This is so historic. The cavalry's coming to back the president. You need to go. Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. So glad to be here yet again. Excited to be with you. On this Monday, November the 16th, 2020. Man, it seems like the election day was a lifetime ago. How long has it been? 16th, 3rd, uh, what is that? 13, 13 days? 13 days ago was the election, and here we are. Here we are, right in the middle of it still to this day. Exciting stuff. I know. I know you're excited. I know. Honestly, I know a lot of you guys are beaten down and stressed out, and that's okay. I understand. Here's what my job is. Doing this show, doing this podcast, this YouTube channel, my job is to bring you comfort. Bring you comfort in knowing that we have a real fighting chance to save this country. Because a lot of you guys, you need to realize, especially with the attacks that are are lobbed against you as far as why you're skeptical of... Uh, how the election went is this is much bigger than Donald Trump. Yes, we all love Donald Trump and we think he's one of the greatest to ever hold that office, but this is about our democracy. This is about our republic. This is about whether or not you will ever have the opportunity again to choose your elected officials, not just president, but on a state level, your elected officials that you send to Congress that you send to the House, you send to the Senate. Because that is at stake as well. We're seeing that in Georgia right now. We all know Georgia didn't go blue. But the left is claiming it did. They're claiming John Ossoff won in, in Georgia. They're claiming Joe Biden won in Georgia. And we all know that is absolute BS, that there's no way that actually happened all right before we get started i got a couple things i want to get to i want to concentrate on for this show but i want to off the top give a shout out 
to my homies at Vapor Forge 280. Now, if you're in the Birmingham area and you are, in fact, a, a vapor like myself, if you use the vape, I want you to go by Vapor Forge 280, right there on 280. Uh, by, if you're familiar with the area, they're right beside Bailey Brothers Music Company deal, whatever you call them. Y'all know Bailey Brothers. They've been around a while in Birmingham. So, they're right beside them. I'm, I'm there all the time. Love those guys. They treat me well. And probably uh, one of the best vape shops I've ever been to. That's why I get all my, my vape stuff there. So, make sure you go see them. You need their address. Just Google it. You can find it. It's pretty easy to find. Just make sure if you go by there... You say, hey, man, I watch this podcast online. I listen to this podcast. They said, I need to come by here and uh, just let them know this is where you heard it. All right, let's get to it. Y'all ready? Off the top, and I didn't plan on doing this part right here when I started the show. I actually had what I wanted to do planned out last night, and it revolves around an interview that was conducted on TV yesterday. But I keep seeing videos that I, I knew they were out there because I had seen them when they actually happened, but I was reminded of how many there actually are. And that is the amount of videos of Joe Biden blatantly telling voters, telling America, hey, I don't really need your votes. I just need you after I'm elected. I don't need you for the election. Now, that would be political suicide for anybody else, Correct. I mean, can, can you imagine a universe where somebody actually cared about becoming president, being on the campaign trail, and telling people, I don't need your vote, man. I don't need your vote. I just need you to support me after I get into office. That seems odd, right? This is one right here that I found on Twitter. This is what sparked my, my research once I saw it. it. It's Joe Biden really being more, more honest then people realized this was while he was speaking in Michigan on the campaign trail. I don't know how close to the election this was, but I remember him saying that and think it was odd. But we were so used to Joe Biden saying odd things. Listen to what creepy Uncle Joe says right here. Folks, we got a lot of work to do. I don't need you to get me elected. I need you once I'm elected. I don't need you to get me elected. I need you once I'm elected. Now, why would anybody say that? Does that uh, is it just me that that seems bizarre to? And that wasn't the only instance. I found this other video, and it's got some commentary in between that I was going to cut out, but I actually found it interesting because it's coming from the point of view of Democrats, left-leaning Democrats, and why they were so worried leading up to the election about Joe Biden's posture in his campaigning. Because they were worried about the same thing that we're saying now is it's not possible to win an election from your basement and it's not possible to win an election by telling voters, hey, if you don't like me, don't vote for me. Your job as a candidate is to tell those people why they should like you, not just give up and say, vote for the other guy. There was one part, one, one point where he was being interviewed, I guess, by ABC or something, and they made the point, hey, 60% of people believe that Donald Trump would be better with the economy than you would. And Joe Biden's response was, well, that sounds to me like they need to vote for Trump. Now, that's either incredibly stupid or somebody that's incredibly confident that they have something in place that is going to get them, in fact, elected. Here's a clip 
that I found just this morning. I, honestly, I think it's from somebody from the Young Turks put this together. If you know that um, that that channel, they're super uber liberal and obnoxious. But it, it they showed some clips of Joe Biden on the campaign trail, basically dismissing people and saying, "Honestly, I don't I don't really need your vote." What do you say to uh, women? who were ready to vote for Joe Biden, eager to vote for Joe Biden, but this gives them serious pause because they do believe Tara Reid and you're not going to change their mind about that. What would you say to them about their vote? Well, I think they should vote their heart. And if they believe Tara Reid, they probably shouldn't vote for me. I wouldn't vote for me if I believe Tara Reid. The fact is that look at Tara Reid's story. It changes considerably. And uh, and so, but I, I I don't want to question her motive. I don't want to question anything other than to say, the truth matters. That was last night, and that is not the first time that Joe Biden has done that. He has told people to vote for other candidates multiple times. You should vote for Trump. You should vote for Trump. You got the right candidate, Bernie. Then you should vote for somebody else. You say you say you're against pipelines, but then you want to replace these gas lines. That's not going to work. We can't. We, we got to stop. Stop building and replacing pipelines. Yeah, go vote for somebody else. All right, thanks so much, sir. We're going to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm going to vote you in the general if you treat yeah, me right. I know. Well, <laughs> Joe, maybe they'll do that. Maybe they will vote for other candidates. Now, and keep in mind, this was this was in the primary. This is very, very important that these people vote for him. But he was so dismissive. He 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 didn't seem to care that there were concerns with people. And instead of of uh, convincing them why they should vote for him or why he would be looking out for their interest, he exudes this confidence of, I don't need your vote. Now, why in the world would he do that? I want you to look at this study that this chick right here, again, I don't know who she is, but she she brings up, this study that was done on Americans and kind of the way they think about the election, especially when it comes to Democrats and how they in, uh, they view their enthusiasm for the 2020 election leading up to this election compared to 2016 and how they felt about Hillary Clinton. And hubris. A Monmouth University survey found signs that Biden's virtual campaign has yet to instill passion in crucial parts of his coalition. Among liberal voters, 33% said they were less enthusiastic than usual about voting in this year's election. Voter enthusiasm ran higher among conservatives. Just 12% of those voters said they were less enthusiastic than in previous years. The CNN poll painted a similar picture, but more starkly. Four in five Republican voters said they were quite enthusiastic about voting this year. Just 56% of Democratic voters said the same. Mr. Trump has been in office for over three years, and he continues to address the public in news conferences multiple times a week, while Mr. Biden's general election campaign has hardly gotten off the ground. That is precisely what worries some Democratic observers. Those numbers should be enormously concerning for Democrats and the Democratic establishment, because say everything you want about Hillary Clinton. One, she was to the left of Joe Biden, which I know is difficult to actually stomach, but that's the case. Joe Biden, his entire career has fetishized the idea of working towards the middle of the political spectrum or what DC considers the political spectrum, AKA working with Republicans. He earlier in the primary cycle floated having a Republican running mate. 
says he might put Republicans in his cabinet. So that's Joe Biden truly to the right of Hillary Clinton and was throughout both of their Senate careers. Um, but beyond that, Hillary Clinton did excite some of the Democratic base, largely female Democratic voters. Um, Biden is even less enthusiastic, or people are even less enthusiastic when it comes to Joe Biden within Democratic voters. Now, take that a little bit of a step further. What does that mean when it comes to independents? When independents are trying to make their decision, they're apolitical by nature, the, more, the campaign that appears more populist, the campaign that's more visible, what do you think? Who do you think they're gonna turn to? It's not gonna be Joe Biden, especially when people are undecided and he tells them literally, go vote for someone else. Look, I'm not a political strategist, but that doesn't seem like a great way to go about things when you're trying, at least in theory, <laughs> to be president of the United States. Now, that, that, is, that was the philosophy, that was the mindset of Democrats leading up into this election. They knew that they were in deep doo-doo because they had a candidate, and, a, and by the way, a candidate that was handpicked for them during the primary that had no enthusiasm factor whatsoever. There was nothing about this guy that was going to get anybody excited, and he was making he was putting forth zero effort to create that excitement nothing he was doing nothing at all and that continued all the way up until election day he never did anything he made a few stops here and there in certain cities gave a speech that was full of gaffes and didn't really make a lot of sense we learned some new words uh but, but there was nothing there to excite the base but now we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden got, what are we at, 13 million more votes than Obama in 2008. 80 million votes. The most of any candidate in history, Joe Biden, garnered that many votes with zero excitement in his base. Now... This chick, whoever she may be, she as well as a lot of other people on the left have been screaming those sentiments throughout the campaign. They will never at this point admit that they said that. They're just glad to get away from with a victory. They're not going to rehash and discuss their thoughts during the campaign. They're going to pretend like they never said those things and that it makes perfect sense that Joe Biden garnered as many votes as he did. But that's the reality. That, what you just watched, what you just listened to, is the reality. And Democrats, in the back of their mind, no matter how much they bash you for bringing up voter fraud, they know. They know that this election is stolen. But the thing is, they're okay with it. They're okay with it, and they will do anything imaginable to cover it up. Because all they want is power. All they want is power. That's the difference between the two sides as well. One wants power. One just wants freedom. One wants the values of this country to stay in place. The original intent by the founders of this country to stay in place. The other side just wants power to fundamentally change the country. And they're doing it 
by framing the founders. Framing the founders as people who weren't good, who weren't nice, who were horrible, white, slave-owning, misogynist people. But in reality, those were the smartest people that ever set foot in this country. You know how I know that? Because hundreds of years ago, they came up with this set of rules we know as the Constitution. And that document is still saving us to this day. Name me one other person that can see that far ahead and create protections for people two and three hundred years into the future. You're not going to find anybody. All right, now, the meat and potatoes of this podcast comes at this moment. Yesterday, and I know we're all anti-Fox News, but just bear with me, okay? I'm not watching Fox News. I just happened to catch this clip on Twitter, and it's fascinating to me, and it should bring you some some hope, some faith, and some peace about what's coming. Okay? Sydney Powell. You know, Sydney Powell, she she is the attorney for Michael Flynn. She has done a, a, an amazing job, probably one of the best uh, attorneys in the country, uh, and has gone up against some of the most dangerous people in the country, and that includes the deep state, the Obama administration, in those that seek to destroy their enemies. That's who Sidney Powell is. She's one of the toughest people in law practice today. She is representing one facet of the Donald Trump legal challenges to this election. And this is what you got to understand. I've, I've had several people message me uh, over the weekend about the Trump team withdrawing lawsuits from from certain states and then... And what that means, does that mean the president's giving up? No. no. Just just wipe that away from your mind. The president is not giving up. What happens is you have certain lawsuits. Because remember, these lawsuits came early. And every day that passes, we learn more about what actually happened. When you do that, you start to realize there's a better way to go about your legal challenges. So that may involve withdrawing lawsuits and filing new ones. And approaching it from a different angle. Perfectly normal, perfectly sound. And these guys know what they're doing. So don't, when the media tells you the Trump team is withdrawing campaigns and it's a sign that that they're done, they're about to concede, don't believe it. The media has lied to you for the past four years. There's no reason they would start telling you the truth now. But this, Sidney Powell joined Maria Bartiromo on Sunday Morning Futures on Fox News. And she went on for about, it's about 10 minutes, so bear with me as we go through this, and talked about her side of the legal actions on behalf of the Trump campaign. What's happening is you've got Rudy Giuliani, who is going through certain states and finding the fraud between the lack of signature verification the ballots that shouldn't have been counted, the, the, the lack of transparency with allowing Republican poll watchers to watch the vote be counted, and all those things. But basically, what's on paper, Rudy Giuliani is, is tackling. That's his side of the legal actions. Sidney Powell, on the other hand, 
is attacking the technology side of it. So the voting machines, the, the, the tabulation, where all this stuff originated, that's her job in the legal fight. In her appearance on Maria Bartiromo, she laid all that out to the extent that she could. There's certain things she can't talk about. But this interview right here should give you a little bit of, of peace of mind going forward as the Trump team does what they do best. And that's weighed their way through litigation. Check this out right here. And she says she has enough evidence of fraud to launch a massive criminal investigation. Cindy, thanks very much for being here. We appreciate your time this morning. I want to get right into it. We just heard about the software uh, made by Smartmatic from Rudy. And I want to get your take on what you report, what you and I spoke about just a few minutes ago, and that is a gentleman named Peter Neffinger. Tell me how he fits into all of this. Yes, well, he is listed as its former Admiral Peter Neffinger, or retired Admiral Peter Neffinger. He is president and on the board of directors of Smartmatic. And it just so happens he's on uh, Mr. Biden's presidential transition team that's going to be non-existent because we're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states. And How can you not love that attitude? How can you? How can you not love the attitude of, uh, oh, we're about to rain on the parade of the Biden's transition team that is going to be non-existent because we're about to overturn this puppy. And President Trump won by not just hundreds of thousands of votes, but by millions of votes that were shifted by this software that was designed expressly for that purpose. We have sworn witness testimony of why the software was designed. It was designed to rig elections. He was fully briefed on it. He saw it happen in other countries. It was exported internationally for profit by the people that are behind Smartmatic and Dominion. They did this on purpose. It was calculated. They've done it before. We have evidence from 2016 in California. We have so much evidence. I feel like it's coming in through a fire hose. Wow. So, And there's so much evidence that the evidence is starting to line up with things that we know because they're in plain sight. Things that really start to make sense. And I'm not sure she brings this up during this interview, but one important note, she talks about Smartmatic, which is the components that make the Dominion voting systems. Okay. And I explained in the last podcast with our our podcast about dominion voting systems about the origins of all this and you can go back and watch it the there is a guy that has been named to joe biden's transition team and i don't know what his official role is uh let's see let's see if i can find it um uh where's he at Okay, I, I don't know what role he's playing in the transition team. He may be at the top. He may be somewhere in the middle. But his name is Peter Neffinger. Do you want to know who Peter Neffinger is? Peter Neffinger is the chairman of the board for Smartmatic Voting Machines. That's right. So not only are we exposing Dominion and Smartmatic for being systems that you're going to hear Sidney Powell talk about in a moment, for being created in order to produce voter fraud, 
but the guy that runs the company has just been named to Joe Biden's transition team. Imagine that. The, uh, you feel that you will be able to prove this. Do you have the software in your possession? Do you have the hardware in your possession? How will you prove this, Sydney? Well, I've got lots of ways to prove it, Maria, but I'm not going to tell on national TV what all we have. I just can't do that. Okay, but you have a very time, a small time frame here. The elections are supposed to be certified in early December. Do you believe that you can present this to the courts and be successful within this just couple of weeks? Well, let me put it this way. First of all, I never say anything I can't prove. Uh, secondly, the evidence is coming in so fast, I can't even process it all. Millions of Americans have written, I would say by now, uh, definitely hundreds of thousands have stepped forward with their different experiences of voter fraud. But this is a massive election fraud. And I'm very concerned it involved not only uh, Dominion and its Smartmatic uh, software, but that the software essentially was used by other election machines also. It's the software that was the problem. Even their own manual explains how votes can be wiped away. Uh, they can put, it's like drag and drop Trump votes to a separate folder and then delete that folder. How brazen can you be to create a machine that is designed to give you the desired outcome in an election? To, to elect a certain person or give you the results that you want? How brazen is it that you create that software, create those voting machines, and then put in the manual, hey, this, this is the, the benefits to having this. This machine can make sure your guy wins. And they go around from state to state telling people, telling officials, hey, we want your state to buy these and use these in your elections, and here's why. You'll never, you'll never lose another election. You can, you can change the votes by, you know, uh, uh, manually and physically being at the machine, or you can do it remotely over the internet. Just drag and drop and, and delete votes until your guys got the, um, the desired amount of votes. It's absolutely brazen how people bought this system and why they bought this system. In fact, every state that bought Dominion for sure should have a criminal investigation or at least a, a serious investigation of the federal of the officers in the states who bought the software. We've even got evidence of some kickbacks essentially kickbacks. I want to take a short break and come back on that. And I want to ask you about the kickbacks and who took kickbacks in which state. Sydney, stay with us. Quick break. And we've got more breaking news this morning from Sydney Powell. Stay with us. See, once this blows wide open, it's going to be so much more than just voter fraud or overturning an election. There will be people that need to be criminally charged and thrown in jail. You're literally talking about cases of treason. These people committing treason in overturning the will of the people. I don't care what side you're on. If you hate Donald Trump, if you love him, if you love Joe Biden, which we know nobody really does, you should be alarmed at what you're seeing here. Unless you're the, from the frame of mind of, 
I don't vote because my vote never counts. Those are the people that are getting the last laugh right now. The people that have been saying all along, my vote doesn't really matter. Well, if, if, if this all comes to fruition, turns out those people were actually right. Because we the people, if we continue down this road, we are no longer picking our elected officials. Our elected officials are picking our elected officials. And that should scare the ever-loving crap out of each and every one of you. Welcome back. We are back with attorney Sidney Powell, who's part of President Trump's legal team. Sidney, before we went to the break, we talked about you said that there may have been kickbacks to some uh, people who accepted the Dominion software. Tell me what you mean. Well, I mean, we are collecting evidence now from various whistleblowers that are aware of substantial sums of money being given to family members of state officials who bought the software. I mean, we're talking about $100 million packages for new voting machines suddenly in, in multiple states and benefits ranging from financial benefits for family members to sort of what I would call election insurance. Uh, because they know that they can win the election if they are using that software. It's really an insidious, corrupt system, and I can't tell you how livid I am with our government for not paying attention to complaints even brought by Democrats, Carolyn Maloney, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, over the last several years in written letters with uh, expert reports and some documentation of how corrupt this software is, and nobody in our government has paid any attention to it, which makes me wonder how much the CIA has used it for its own benefit in different places, and why Gina Haspel is still there in the CIA is beyond my comprehension. She now, the, these are two important points that need to be within your mind frame as you're processing this. One, Democrats... Far left and moderate Democrats, all the way to Elizabeth Warren, were complaining about this software when it first came on the scene because they were afraid that what happened to Donald Trump on Election Day would happen to them, what happened to their party. And they knew that this software had the ability to, to be manipulated and, and, and provide whatever, whatever winner that the person running the machine wanted. They didn't want anything to do with that because they thought it could negatively impact them. Now they don't care because they realize they're the ones that get to take advantage of it. They're not going to say a peep, but they did. It's documented. It's on paper. We know that they were very concerned about it. But once it made it to the federal government, everybody kind of brushed it away. The CIA brushed it away. Why did the CIA brush it away? Well, we know how corrupt the CIA and... The FBI have been. You think about uh, people like John Brennan and James Clapper. You can guarantee yourself that those are the guys that said, no, nah, we're not going to worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Let me brush it away. That right there is your definition of the deep state. I know you've been asked that question before. Well, what is the deep state? You don't even know. Yeah, we do. There it is. That's the deep state trying to control anything and everything in this country. And Gina Haspel, who heads up all this, she is 
just as complicit as everybody else, and she has no business heading up that department. She should be fired immediately, and you can guarantee Donald Trump will get that handled. She should be fired immediately. She just copied me. I didn't know she was going to say that. Which, which governor or which government official accepted hundreds of millions of dollars in benefits for their family as they took on this software? If I said hundreds of millions of dollars there, I misspoke. Well, you didn't say hundreds of millions of dollars that, that families got us kicked back. She said that state governments were paying hundreds of millions of dollars for this software and that families were getting substantial amounts of money as kickbacks for their relatives making the call to purchase that software in particular states. I don't know the exact amount of money yet. We are still collecting the evidence on that, but it's more than one. Okay, so you, you, you can't say who you believe took kickbacks. What is the CIA's role? Why do you think Gina Haspel uh, should be fired immediately. You're saying that the CIA is behind the Dominion or Smartmatic voting uh, software as well? Well, the CIA and the FBI and other government organizations have received multiple reports of wrongdoing and failures and vulnerabilities in this company's product. Their own manual, if you sat down and read it, would explain how and why no honest person would use this system. And it's not just Dominion. There are other companies in the voting machine business in this country, too, that may very well and are likely using the same software. We've detected voting irregularities that are inexplicable and align with these problems in other states that think they have valid systems. But the people who bought the Dominion system for sure knew exactly what they were getting. It should never have been installed anywhere. And we are going to show the public exactly how rotten the entire state is. Now, I have spoken with a few whistleblowers myself this weekend, and one source who is an IT specialist told me that he knows the, the software and uh, specifically advised people in Texas, officials in Texas, not to use it. And yet, he was overruled. Uh, he said that there was an unusual patch that was put into the software while it was live, and it's highly unusual to put a patch in there. Is that what you're referring to? Tell me how it's done and how these back doors work. Now, this just reinforces what Sidney Powell is saying. Maria Bartromo, who is a Fox News host, has talking, is talking to whistleblowers herself and getting the same story from them that Sidney Powell is now telling you, okay? Now, I'm sure that uh, Maria was, was uh, reprimanded for making that comment, even though it was her job as a journalist to do. She probably, at the very least, got a slap on the wrist for bringing that up and reinforcing what Sidney Powell is saying, but it shows you the validity of what this attorney is telling you right now. This is real, it's deep, and it's about to get blown wide open.
Okay, that's part of it. They can stick a thumb drive in the machine or upload software to it, even from the internet. They can do it from Germany or Venezuela even. They can remote access anything. They can watch votes in real time. They can shift votes in real time. We've identified mathematically the exact algorithm they used and plan to use from the beginning to modify the votes in this case to make sure Biden won. That's why he said yeah, he didn't need your votes now. He would need you later. He was right. I mean, in his demented state, he had no filter and he was speaking the truth more than once, including when he said he had the largest voter organ voter fraud organization ever. Well, it's massive election fraud. It's going to undo the entire election and they can do anything they want with the votes. They can have the machines not read the signature. They can have the machines not read the down ballot. They can make the machines mm. read and uh, catalog only the Biden votes. It's like drag and drop whatever you want, wherever you want, upload votes. Yeah. In fact, we've got math in Michigan and Pennsylvania, I think it is, that all of a sudden hundreds of thousands of votes at a 67% ratio for Biden, 23% for Trump, yeah. were uploaded multiple times into the system. And, and Sydney, you say you have an affidavit from someone who knows how this system works and was there with the planning of it. You, you believe you can prove this in yes. court? Oh, oh, yes. We have a sworn, essentially a sworn statement from a witness who knew exactly how it worked from the beginning, why it was designed to work that way, and saw mm -hmm. when things started shutting down and they started, you know, stopped counting the votes here, that was the same play that had worked in other countries. Wow. This, this is explosive, and we certainly will continue to follow it. Sydney, thank you so much for your work. We will uh, be catching up with you soon. Thank you so much. There is the interview with Sydney Powell, uh, Maria Bartiromo, and it is explosive. That, what you just listened to, what you just watched, should shock you to your core. That this is the kind of thing in 2020 that is going on in the United States of America. It is corrupt. It is the stuff of third world countries. It's the stuff of Venezuela. It's the stuff of Russia. And every single person should be extremely disturbed about what is happening. This is not okay. This is not a left versus right, a Trump versus Biden, Democrat versus Republican. This is about the security of our nation, the security of our elections, and whether or not we will be a republic going forward. If you have the, the frame of mind of, you know, it doesn't really matter, I don't, I don't care. I, I don't care if they pick or not, you know. We'll just we'll just trust them. If you trust the government, the government will always let you down. Always. They're never going to be on your side. Our government was designed the best way it could be designed. But you'll never come up with a structure for a, a, a government in a country 
that eliminates bad people, that prevents bad people from, from gaining power. That's always going to happen. And that's what's happened here. It is our job as American citizens, as patriots, to make sure that they don't succeed in trying to ruin this country. This is about one thing and one thing only. And this is this is a buildup over time. This is not something where they just bought Dominion voting systems two weeks ago and, and threw it up. In some cases, they bought it at the last minute. They changed rules at the last minute. But this is all about getting power and doing what they told you they want to do, and that is fundamentally change this country. You can guarantee yourself that if they garner enough power, if they control the White House, the House of Representatives, and the Senate, by using Dominion voting systems, they will fundamentally change this country. If you want more info on Dominion voting, voting systems, watch our last video where it's, uh, I think the title is Evidence of Voter Fraud is Piling Up. That's from Friday. We give you more details on it there, and we'll be talking about it much more in the future. If you're with us on social media, thank you for that. If you're not, hook it up. At Andrew McLean Who on Twitter, at Andrew McLean Who on Parlor. We're still on Facebook, the Over the Line Facebook page. We're posting our stuff on there as well until everybody completely exits Facebook. And we are on MeWe under Andrew McLean. You can hook all that up. Find us anywhere and everywhere. Also, here on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Click the notification bell so you know when new videos are available. And also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We're all over the place. We appreciate your support. And we'll see you next time. See you, Cole.